1: Hey everybody, this is Matt from Cincy Jungle and this is Bengals Chalk Talk. Well, we got an early Thursday night game coming up very soon. We've got the Bengals and Browns and to talk a little bit of Browns, we brought in an expert and that is Gab Gowdy from FanDuel. Gab, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good, how are you?
1: I am doing great. One person that uh, has had... And, up well, really, the kickers on, uh, on both these teams <laughs> up and down weeks, uh, very rough week uh, for both guys, really. Brown's fifth round pick, Austin Siebert, missed his only extra point attempt and his only field goal attempt and was promptly waived. Uh, Randy Bullock for the Bengals actually made a 50-yarder and a 43-yarder. His his struggles generally are on those deeper kicks, but uh, he made both of those early in the game. And then when he had a chance to send the Bengals into overtime with a 31-yard chip shot, he not only missed the kick, but he injured himself. So (laughs) now it looks like Siebert is about to be a Bengal. So (laughs) Gab... What, what did the Browns see in this guy initially? Uh, obviously, he was a, a fifth-round pick, which is
2: yeah, crazy about
1: as high as you're going to take a kicker. So, uh, yeah, what, what, do you, what do you think about him? Does, does he have a chance to turn it around?
2: Uh, okay, well, he was a John Dorsey guy, and oh. we've since moved on from him. And every person that, like, John Dorsey has drafted or brought in, basically, except for a few, we've moved on from. So, I think he'll be okay. But he will make you mad. <laughs> he will make
1: that's exactly me. what you don't want one in a kicker.
2: Time, one time he cyberbullied me once. Really? We had a Twitter argument.
1: Okay, well we we've already got uh uh we've already got the one one guy that's a social media issue, so I don't know if we need another one.
2: <laughs> no, he'll be fine.
1: So he joins uh you know, Eric Steinbach, Kevin Zeitler, Andrew Hawkins, and of course Hugh Jackson. Uh, as uh, people to be involved with both Ohio football organizations. Uh, now let's talk a little defense. The Browns hired Joe Woods as defensive coordinator this off season. I'm actually a huge fan of Woods, uh, and he was a guy that when the Bengals were looking, I, w- I would I was hoping that they would hire. Still, the move kind of surprised me for the Browns, uh, and and the reason is because. Watching all the Ravens' games last year, I actually thought the Browns did a pretty good job defensively against the Ravens last year. But it wasn't enough to stay save uh, Steve Wilkes' job, and apparently not enough to get him a job anywhere because he's he's still uh, he's on the market. So what are your thoughts on, on Woods, who obviously in his first, uh, first shot at it had a little trouble with the Ravens?
2: Well, he has a lot to deal with, to be honest. We have... So many people <laughs> injured right now and their secondary is so weak. So like he's doing the I feel like he's doing the best he can with what he's given, which isn't much.
1: I got you yeah it, it, there were some uh, unfamiliar names looking at the depth chart a little bit particular uh, particularly in the in the secondary but uh, up front pretty strong uh, you know the group led by Miles Garrett Bengals had some problems up front. Uh, on the offensive line last week, so definitely not a matchup that, that we're looking forward to. What are your thoughts on the uh, on the defensive front and some of those you know some of that personnel that's that's been around for a while?
2: They are going to do a good job, Miles Garrett. I I love Miles Garrett. I know there's all the controversy around Miles Garrett, but. I love his playing ability. He's such a good guy to have on. your. I mean, anybody would want him on their team, obviously. I think they hold up well again, but like the secondary gun just really like brings down the rest of them. Like they, they're running like against the Ravens, like the running game wasn't as bad, except Lamar was just throwing like deep balls over top of our heads. So those guys did well.
1: So you're going to have to get the ball off fast, but you're probably going to be able to get open pretty fast is what you're telling me.
2: Oh yeah. As long as you get open fast, you're going to score like 30 points like they did.
1: Works for me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's get get Joe Burrow rolling. Um, So we'll switch over uh, to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Obviously Garrett got paid this off season. Uh, The Browns also signed Kareem Hunt to an extension, although Definitely not nearly as much money as, uh, as they gave to Garrett. Uh, in, in the first week, you know, Hunt and Chubb were both getting uh, quite a bit of work and, you know, looked like they were both pretty effective. How do you see the Browns using this pair in 2020?
2: Man, last year they did a good job of it. They both had a lot of yards and a lot of carries. I think we could do way more. Like on Sunday, it wasn't, I don't think that was enough. Nick Chubb only gave me five points on fantasy.
1: Yeah, Joe Mixon was a was a disappointment to to me fantasy yeah. wise as well. Um, I I had um, I had J.K. Dobbins on the bench, and I was Ooh. like, ah, he's not yeah. going to get it. you know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of stashing him for later in the year. I'm oh, like, yeah, ah, he's not going to do too. that much right away. But yeah, that was a big mistake on my part. Uh, having Joe Burrow was actually uh, a mistake on my part as well. Having him on the bench, uh, never would have thought that in week one. He wouldn't throw a touchdown pass, but would still outscore Drew Brees in fantasy. But that's the way it shook down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy.
1: So, yeah, so, so you're a fan duel, So, you know, you must be seeing how crazy fantasy is in general. Oh, but yeah. particularly, you know, this year with no preseason, uh, really seems to be anybody anybody's guess what was going to happen in week one.
2: Honestly, it was a mess. Like, you had the Washington football team win. Had all these teams doing crazy things so yeah it was crazy so who knows what is gonna happen
1: yeah definitely so in this matchup what, what do you think are there any uh, obviously you got to get in on the action early, or, or be playing like a Thursday night only uh, contest or something but uh, who do you think are, are the top fantasy guys uh, on this specific Thursday
2: on this specific Thursday I think Odell is gonna have a night really I think he has, it just it has to happen for my well-being.
1: All right. Well, the the Bengals were uh pretty strong in the secondary. It was right, one of the things they they had going for them best this week, but you know, that was uh that was that was Tyrod and a pretty good pretty good uh, receiving core with the Chargers. Um now Baker coming in, uh what are your thoughts on Baker? Everybody seems to have a very strong opinion on Baker. Uh, what, do, what do you think? Is he the guy to to lead the Browns where they got to be?
2: Um, I'm not going to say that he isn't, but I'm not going to say that he is because he hasn't done anything in either way to show that. It's he been did pretty. chase Hugh
1: Jackson out of town.
2: Yeah, but it's pretty. <laughs> it's been pretty. Like, there's no incline or there's been like a slight decline, but he's just been the same for like the last 17 games. Maybe like one game he'll throw like an extra touchdown pass, but it's just been, it's been the same stuff every game.
1: Well, you mentioned OBJ. I mean, they've done a really good job of of setting him up by putting a lot of talent around him. Uh, Jarvis Landry, uh, of course, Austin Hooper uh, coming in. So really spending quite a bit of money, uh, using quite a bit of, of capital to to bring in guys and, and help baker out i mean do, do you think he has everything he needs to to be successful
2: does odell have everything he needs or baker sorry baker um he has plenty of things he has plenty of things to be successful i just think it's a lot of mental right now for him
1: so do you think he's uh you know, like, like it's an attitude thing or do you think he puts too much on himself or he's not know, putting into work
2: attitude, but I feel like he, I feel like there's, there's obviously a lot of pressure on him. Like he has to do well or he's out. I feel like that's how everybody's looking at it. Okay. So I, I feel mean, like that that's is, the truth. <laughs> yeah. like he's had it's his third year. Like you need to do something or like you can't continue here.
1: The national media and a lot of division rivals like to like to make fun of his commercials. Uh, Does it annoy Browns fans that that you haven't seen him take that step, but you're just seeing him covering the seats in the stadium?
2: Honestly, yeah, I was like watching the Steelers game last night and I was like, why do they keep showing him? I can't do this right (laughs) now. I mean, good for him for making money from those.
1: I actually think they're pretty funny. Uh, yeah, but, but
2: they're really good, but like, I don't want, I don't want to see it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird too, because like after last year, it's like, well, geez, did he sign like a two-year contract with them or something? You, you'd think they'd, they'd pivot to to somebody else until he, uh, he came around a little bit. But
2: yeah. But so
1: we, we talked about the weapons a little bit, some of the skill players. Uh, the offensive line was a a bit of a concern previously, but. They went out and, and uh, made some big moves, really, to improve that offensive line, drafting Jedrick Willis, uh, excuse me, Wills in the first round, and signing former first round pick Jack Conklin as a free agent. Uh, how do you think that that group made out in Week One?
2: Um, I think they did really well, even though they, Jedrick, I thought he was going to be out because he got hurt, but he's fine now. Thank goodness. But I think they did really well compared to last year. I obviously could see, like, Baker had way more time to make decisions, even though we didn't make the best. But, yeah, I, they did really well. And I just feel like playing the Ravens the first game, obviously it's hard to say how your team is because they're, like, the best team in the NFL besides the Chiefs. But I think they held their own and they did good with that, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely starting off with a really good team, and you know, a team where there's a there's a history as well. So, a lot of pressure, a lot of eyes on you. So, you know, from what I'm getting, it sounds like they uh, they fixed a lot of their O line issues. Sounds like the O line's doing pretty good. They've got a lot of talent around Baker from the running back, from pass catchers. So, I mean, you were talking about pressure, but it, but it definitely does sound like it's really all on Baker to make this thing go. And-
2: yeah, that's yeah, that's where I am with it right now. Because you could put in any other, and no offense to Baker, but this is the truth. You could put in any other like top 10 quarterback on this team, and you're definitely winning at least 10 games.
1: So, what are your thoughts uh, on the new coaching staff? Obviously, I, I kind of talked about Hugh Jackson uh, off the cuff a couple of times, but some quick turnaround coaching wise. And, you know, really in Baker's defense, he's. he's- had a, a lot of coaches come through in his time, probably still, is, you know, his head spinning a little bit, trying to get used to one thing, one system. What do you think of what they've got there now? And, you know, is is this finally, is this what they're looking for?
2: I think the guys that they have there now are probably going to stay for a while. They're very analytical. They're tactical. They know what they're going to do. They're planning. They've been planning and planning and planning months ahead. They're not, like before, they would just be clueless. You'd hear about Freddie Kitchens. He's like, oh, yeah, this was our game plan, but we changed it the day before. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it gives me a little bit more confidence with these guys, what's going on. And he just looks like a guy that will win football games. He just looks like a great coach. You know how they say there's, like, the quarterback face?
1: Okay. That's so what, what it's I'm, I'm very interested. What, what, what is it about him?
2: He just looks like a smart, intelligent man that knows what he wants to do, and he'll get it done.
1: Okay. So I don't know where I'm going with that. Sorry. I just,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you go from Freddie kitchens, no offense to Freddie, probably a guy that I would drink a beer with, but not want to be my head coach. But if you go from Freddie to like Stefanski, you just, I just trust him more.
1: Okay. I got you. I got you. I understand. All right. Well, uh, today my guest was uh Gab Gowdy. Uh, Gab, where can people find you and your work?
2: You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and it's at Gab, G O U
1: All right. Awesome. So we've got lots of great content on a short week coming up here on uh, Cincy Jungle and the Orange and Black Insiders YouTube page. Uh, this Thursday at 7.15, we've got the virtual tailgate and pregame show live on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, a lot of fun last week. If you missed it. Definitely uh, want to check it out this week. We've got some great guests lined up and giveaway. So definitely uh, join us for that. Check it out. And, uh, you know, we've got live listener questions, uh, very, very interactive. Uh, check that out this Thursday. So thank you once again for tuning
0: in. Yeah, and who day? Yeah, we're coming for us You hear the crowd. We're coming for us ours.